Hi, this is John Butters, Senior Earnings Analyst at FactSet, and welcome to this week's edition of the FactSet Earnings Inside Podcast. The FactSet Earnings Inside Podcast provides commentary and analysis on corporate earnings for the S&P 500. This analysis is based on content published in the FactSet Earnings Insight Report, which is available each week on the FactSet website at www.factset.com. We'll start this week's podcast with an update of the key metrics for the first quarter earnings season for the S&P 500, as we've just finished the peak weeks of the earnings season. Then we'll discuss two topics of the week. First, we'll look at the change in the forward P.E. ratio for the S&P 500 in recent weeks. Second, we'll look at the price reaction to positive earnings surprises reported by S&P 500 companies for the first quarter. But first, let's provide an update for the first quarter earnings season for the index. At this point in time, the number of S&P 500 companies that are beating EPS estimates for the first quarter is above average, but the magnitude of the surprises is below average. Due to these positive surprises, the index is reporting higher earnings for the first quarter today relative to the end of last week and relative to the end of the quarter. However, the S&P 500 is reporting single-digit earnings growth for the first time since the fourth quarter of 2020. The lower earnings growth rate for the first quarter relative to recent quarters can be attributed to both a difficult comparison to unusually high earnings growth in the first quarter of 2021 and continuing macroeconomic headwinds. Overall, 80% of the companies in the S&P 500 have reported actual results for the first quarter to date. Of these companies, 79% have reported actual EPS above estimates, which is above the five-year average of 77%. In aggregate, companies are reporting earnings that are 4.9% above estimates, which is below the five-year average of 8.9%. Due to these positive surprises, the index is reporting higher earnings for the first quarter today, relative to the end of last week, and relative to the end of the first quarter. The blended earnings growth rate for the first quarter is 9.1% today, compared to an earnings growth rate of 7% last week, and an earnings growth rate of 4.6% at the end of the first quarter back on March 31st. As a reminder, when we use the term blended, we're referencing that the growth rate combines actual results for companies that have reported and estimated results for companies that have yet to report. Positive earnings surprises reported by companies in multiple sectors, led by the healthcare, utilities, and financial sectors, were responsible for the improvement in the earnings growth rate over the past week. Positive earnings surprises reported by companies in the healthcare, financials, information technology, and communication services sectors, partially offset by a negative surprise reported by a company in the consumer discretionary sector, have been the largest contributors to the improvement in the earnings growth rate for the index since the end of the quarter back on March 31st. If 9.1% is the actual growth rate for the quarter, it will mark the lowest earnings growth rate reported by the index since the fourth quarter of 2020. The lower earnings growth rate for the first quarter of 2022 relative to recent quarters can be attributed to both a difficult comparison to unusually high earnings growth in the first quarter of 2021 and continuing macroeconomic headwinds. In the first quarter of 2021, the S&P 500 reported year-over-year earnings growth of 91.1%, which is the second-highest year-over-year earnings growth rate reported by the index since 2008. Companies also continue to face macroeconomic headwinds, including higher costs, supply chain disruptions, labor shortages, and the military conflict in Ukraine. Nine of the 11 sectors are reporting year-over-year earnings growth, led by the energy sector at 267%, the material sector at 41%, and the industrial sector at 33%. On the other hand, two sectors are reporting year-over-year decline in earnings, the consumer discretionary sector at negative 34%, and the financial sector at negative 20%. 
The blended net profit margin for the S&P 500 for the first quarter is 12.3%, which is above the five-year average of 11.2%, but below the year-ago net profit margin of 12.8% and below the previous quarter's net profit margin of 12.4%. If 12.3% is the actual net profit margin for the quarter, it will mark the third straight quarter in which the net profit margin for the index has declined. On the other hand, it will also mark the fifth highest net profit margin reported by the index since FactSet began tracking this metric in 2008, trailing only the previous four quarters. Looking ahead, analysts are calling for earnings growth of 4.8% in the second quarter, 10.6% in the third quarter, and 10.1% in the fourth quarter. For all of 2022, analysts are calling for earnings growth of 10.1%. And during the week, 20 S&P 500 companies, including one Dow 30 component, are scheduled to report results for the first quarter. High-profile companies expected to report earnings during the week include Walt Disney. Now let's move on to our first topic of the week, which is the forward P.E. ratio for the S&P 500. On May 5th, the closing price for the S&P 500 declined by 3.6% to 41.46.87. Due to this decrease in price, the forward 12-month P.E. ratio for the S&P 500 fell to 17.6 from 18.2. How does this 17.6 P.E. ratio compare to historical averages? How much has it changed in recent months? Well, the forward 12-month P.E. ratio of 17.6 on May 5th was below the five-year average of 18.6. However, it was still above the next four most recent historical averages, the 10-year average of 16.9, the 15-year average of 15.5, the 20-year average also of 15.5, and the 25-year average of 16.5. In fact, prior to the last eight trading days, this marked the first time the forward 12-month P.E. ratio was below 18 since April 13th of 2020. However, the forward 12-month P.E. ratio of 17.6 on May 5th was still well above the lowest P.E. ratio of the past nine years of 13.1, which was recorded on March 23rd of 2020. At the sector level, five sectors had forward 12-month P.E. ratios on May 5th that were below 18, led by the energy sector at 10.3 and the financial sector at 12.8. On the other hand, six sectors had forward 12-month P.E. ratios that were at or above 18 on that date, led by the consumer discretionary sector at 25. On January 3, 2022, the S&P 500 closed at a record high value of 47.96.56. The forward 12-month P.E. ratio on that date was 21.4. From January 3rd through May 5th, the price of the S&P 500 decreased by 13.5%, while the forward 12-month EPS estimate increased by 5.7%. Thus, the decrease in the P has been the main driver of the decrease in the P-E ratio since January 3rd. It is important to note that analysts were still projecting record high EPS for the S&P 500 of $228.98 for calendar year 2022, and $250.95 for calendar year 2023 on May 5th. If not, the forward 12-month P.E. ratio would likely have been higher than 17.6. Now let's move on to our second topic of the week, which is the price reaction to positive earnings surprises reported by S&P 500 companies for the first quarter. As we previously noted, 87% of the companies in the S&P 500 have reported actual earnings for the first quarter. Of these companies, 79% have reported actual EPS above the mean EPS estimate, which is above the five-year average of 77%. In aggregate, earnings have exceeded estimates by 4.9%, which is below the five-year average of 8.9%.
Given this mixed performance relative to analyst expectations, how has the market responded to positive earnings surprises reported by S&P 500 companies during the first quarter earnings season? Well, to date, S&P 500 companies that have reported a positive EPS surprise have seen a negative price reaction on average. Companies that have reported positive earnings surprises for the first quarter have seen an average price decrease of negative 0.1% two days before the earnings release through two days after the earnings release. This percentage decrease is well below the five-year average price increase of 0.8% during this same window for companies reporting positive earnings surprises. If this is the final percentage for the quarter, it will mark the first time since the fourth quarter of 2019 that companies reporting positive EPS surprises have seen a negative price reaction on average. One example of a company that reported a positive EPS surprise in the first quarter but witnessed a negative stock price reaction is Netflix. On April 19th, the company reported actual EPS of $3.53 for Q1, which was well above the mean EPS estimate of $2.90. However, from April 15th to April 21st, the stock price for Netflix decreased by 36%. So why is the market punishing positive EPS surprises on average? Well, one factor may be that companies and analysts have been more negative in their outlooks and estimate revisions for the second quarter relative to recent quarters. In terms of earnings guidance from corporations, 69% of the S&P 500 companies that have issued EPS guidance for the second quarter have issued negative guidance. This percentage is well above the 5-year average of 60% and above the 10-year average of 67%. In terms of revisions to EPS estimates, industry analysts have cut EPS estimates in aggregate for S&P 500 companies by 0.4% since March 31st. While this decline is smaller than average, It also marks just the second time in the past seven quarters in which analysts have lowered earnings estimates in aggregate rather than increased earnings estimates on aggregate during a quarter. This concludes our podcast for this week. Thank you for listening. For more information on the topics discussed today and other market-moving trends, please visit the FactSet website at www.factset.com and check out the full FactSet Earnings Insight Report, our FactSet Insight blog, and our Street Account podcasts. And of course, stay tuned for next week's edition of the Facts and Earnings Insight Podcast. Mm-hmm.